Hey there, this is Real Talk Baseball. I'm Carlos Baseball with me. And always, you know, old school, Will Power. <laughs> How's it going, dude? Everything good over there? What's up, man? Yeah, man. Can't complain, especially uh, after all this news that's coming around, you know. Uh, yeah. Man, we got, some, we got some crazy news to talk about today. Of course, man. We're going to talk about the Yamamoto contract with the Dodgers. Of course, we're Dodger fans and we're going to break it down. And we're going to talk about all the haters out there for sure. And we're going to, you know, let them know what's going on. Like, you can't hate on the Dodgers, you know? Like, I know they're the number one brand out there now. So, uh, but you got to like it. Anyway, so we'll, we'll talk about Glass now as well. You know, Margot got traded to the Dodgers. We haven't even talked about that. And are the Dodgers ruining baseball? That's a big question right there. And everybody's asking it around. And we'll get our input and we'll talk about that out here on Real Talk Baseball. We got a different different intro today. I think it's uh I saw it on the post and I'm like, I gotta put it, man. And then Tony sounded, Scott was like, sounds, you uh, know what? a little chickmunk, chickmunk. <laughs> <laughs> sounds appropriate, you know. <laughs> well, we had to put it on because a lot of people are hating out there, man. There's a lot of podcasts I went on to this morning, and man, there's a lot of like people saying that the Dodgers ruined baseball, they did all this. And the reason why they're talking about that is because Yamamoto signed with the Dodgers. Uh, it's it. When you heard the news, Will, did you believe it? Did you feel like okay, are the, the Dodgers really got him? They're gonna go ahead and spend that money, and then they're still gonna try to get more additional pieces to help the team. They already got Otani. Now, Yamamoto, that's crazy, yeah, right? That's that's a lot, dude. It's it's a lot. In addition to some other moves that they've been, you know, kind of working on throughout the off season. Um, but man, I really did not expect them to land Otani. And then after they did, I especially didn't. Uh, I, I didn't expect them to land uh, Yamamoto as well. Like I, I really thought that the Yankees were just going to be all in. No one else is going to touch this guy. He's ours, especially because of all the news that I saw about like uh, um, Hideo Matsui uh, or Hideo. No, what's what's his first name? Uh, Matt Suey that used to play for the Yankees like, you know, 15 years ago, whatever that was. Yeah. Uh, he he actually like reached out to Yamamoto and tried to get him to sign with the Yankees, you know, and then I hear the reports about Yamamoto also requesting a second uh, meeting with the Yankees, you know, like why would he do that if he wasn't planning on like really going with them? And then I hear that the Mets offered Yamamoto $325 million and, you know, the, the Dodgers ended up swooping in and gave him the same deal that the Mets were offering. I guess Yamamoto saw, you know, the, the dynamic of the Dodgers versus the Mets, and he sees that the Dodgers have a winning team now and are willing to do anything to win versus the Mets that kind of just, like, put everything together really fast because of a, a an owner you know it's 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 different because the Mets are almost a whole brand new team like brand new players all playing together versus the Dodgers who have added a couple pieces but they still have that core that they've had for the last you know three four seasons that have that have that team chemistry already you know yeah. they they have the top of the lineup 
um, all the way down to the the bottom that have been in LA for you know, you know a, a considerable amount of time. You know, in addition to all these young guys that are coming up through the Dodgers system that have played together with you know the the now major leaguers and uh, they all came up together, so they already do have that chemistry. It's not like what we saw in in new york it's not like what we saw in san diego you know where they're trying to just get like like all these pieces from everywhere and kind of just like bunch them all together because each of those players on paper looks really good you know but these people are human you know these players are human so you have to think about that human aspect also it's not just about oh this dude hit 325 you know in the last six months of the season and you know he his his power got out of control you know when you move him out of the environment that he was comfortable in and put him in a different environment you know we saw that with Francisco Lindor when he went over to the Mets you know it, b- before that he was 280 with you know 30 home runs and a few stolen bases uh defense was just out of control amazing you know and then he goes over to New York and he has some issues with some players or you, you know th- they had that story about like the raccoon and the in the, That's uh, what I was going to ask. Remember that story you came, you you said that they had like a raccoon or something was kind of like messing around with the dugout or the clubhouse. Like that's a bunch of crap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, supposedly it was like Jeff McNeil and Francisco Lindor. They said that there was like a raccoon in the in like the walkway, like from the dugout, trying to get into the clubhouse. I don't know. It 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 just sounded like a bunch of excuses on like why they weren't performing at the level that they were supposed to perform at. You know, and there might be some growing pains with the Dodgers, you know, um, just like there was when when Manny Machado got traded to the Dodgers or just like there was when you Darvish got traded to the Dodgers a few seasons ago. You know, but that was a, a midseason trade close to the deadline versus these guys that are going to have a full spring training with the team. And they're going to be going through these growing pains all the way up until the the end of the season from the beginning. So they, these guys have a legit six months to figure things out, you know, and, and it's not just about these, these guys that are coming over. You already have a world series caliber team, even without these guys and these guys coming over just kind of like help solidify that. So I feel like with the camaraderie that the Dodgers already had before they went out and got Otani, before they went out and got, uh, Yamamoto, I feel like these guys are just going to be, you know, coming into it. And the Dodgers are such a, uh, a an embraceful organization that whoever comes over to the Dodgers, you know, if you're a good human being, if you're a good person, they will embrace you with open arms. You know, it's not yeah. like these other other teams like we saw with the Mets, you know, like what 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 was up Jeff McNeil's ass, you know, because he wanted to play shortstop. Maybe Lindor took that away from him. I don't know. You know, I don't th- really feel like anyone other than who is actually part of that organization really knows the whole story, you know, yeah, but I feel like things like that don't really happen with the Dodgers unless there's, you know, a guy that comes in and kind of just like messes things up. Like we saw that with Yasiel Puig. You know, when he came over and he was the guy that was always late to practice and he would show up to the stadium late for games, up all night partying, you know, that's not the Dodgers mentality. And look what happened. He ended up getting traded to the Reds and now he's not even in MLB anymore. 
That's true, man. Let me let me say what's up to uh, Ryan Reyes. Thanks for being here. And uh, we got Tony Snap up in here. What's up, Ryan? What, what's up to us, man? What's going on? You know, <laughs> what's uh, up, guys? I, I just want to add uh, to to that. I mean, before like the Dodgers, you know, went ahead and got Yamamoto, they went ahead and planned this out years ago. They went and said. I want Mookie Betts on my team. Why? Because that's a people relation person. That's a guy that you want to have in your team trying to get other players to come to play with the Dodgers. After that, they went and got Freeman, right? They got Freddie Freeman. They they stole him away from the Braves, and, and now he's playing with the Dodgers. Now, uh, Andrew Freeman, you know, the general manager, he's like, the guy that I need to go after next is Otani. He let it known. Throughout the whole league, I'm not going to sign anybody big in 2022 or 2023, and he did that. He didn't sign a big contract. He didn't get anybody big in those two years. So now you're looking at let's go ahead and you know exhaust our you know contract. Let's go ahead and put that money to work. We have the money. Let's make everybody hate us because that's what's pretty pretty much happening out there. Everybody's hating on the Dodgers right now because they went ahead and got the best player in the planet, which is Otani, and they got the deferred, you know, payment going towards him, which is something super smart. They're not even going to get over the, the luxury taxes here. Can you believe that? And then <laughs> on top of it, they went ahead and got Yamamoto. Yankee fans, Giants fans, Mets fans, everybody's pissed off. But the, the reason why they're pissed off is because the Dodgers are doing what they need to do. They went ahead and they built their farm system. They went ahead and got a clubhouse guy. They went ahead and got, you know, they went ahead and did what they needed to do. They scouted these players to play together. They scouted these players from way back to see, hey, these are the guys that I want as my core team. You know, so this is this takes years to develop. A lot of people are hating and it thinks like, oh, the Dodgers have a lot of money. Yeah, they do have a lot of money, but they took a while to get to that point. You know, the teams from 2017, 2016, 2015, there weren't a lot of contracts on those on those teams. Those teams were uh, homegrown players and they went there. So from that point on, they decided to say, let's go ahead and start, you know, saving up money to buy these players so we can get three, four World Series out of whatever's going to happen out of this. And right now. If we're talking about pitching rotation, I know we talked about Glass now getting traded and Margot. You're looking at that starting rotation. Oh my God, it's crazy, dude. So there's a lot of hating. There's a lot of like people saying that the Dodgers are are cheating. They're not cheating. It's just when you have all these, like I said, when you have your farm system set up in a way for you to go ahead and and win games. You know, you have the pieces to trade off to sign off. You have the fan base that's going to support you. Go to games, buy tickets, buy merchandise. You know, so the business aspect of the Dodgers has a big win on this one, man. And they're not even talking about that yet. So you said about chemistry. You said about all these things. And yeah, let's talk about the business side. They taught, they did all that work without us knowing. And being a Dodger fan right now is great. It's really great. Because now we're the first place team. We're the, we're the brand team. The Yankees are taking the backseat to us right now. So you know that hurts them, right? That hurts them. And then the Giants, knowing that that's our rival, it hurts them even more, dude. So you know what? Forget them. They can go to hell, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is real talk. <laughs> you know, the, you said that they've been planning this for years, you know, and a lot of people didn't know really what their plan was. And honestly, I think this goes all the way back to when they just let Corey Seager walk. 
you know, and then they trade for Trey Turner and they don't give him an extension, you know, because they saw this guy playing 45 minutes away from, from Dodger stadium and they saw what he could do. And they were like, well, I want that guy on my team instead of just this one guy, I'm going to get a two and one versus, you know, a, a top five shortstop for sure in Corey Seager and in, in Trey Turner, either one of those guys, you know, those are top five shortstops in the league, but are either one of those guys capable of hitting 40 home runs and striking out 200 batters in a season? You know, that that's what the Dodgers are thinking. They're thinking like we can get one player that does both pitches and hits, especially because the national league has the DH now and there's going to be an extra roster spot. So yep. if they need to have a six-man rotation to be able to get an extra pitcher on the team, then that's what they can do. You know, who says that it only has to be Emmett Sheehan or it only has to be Tony Gonsolin or only has to be Dustin May? It could be two out of those three, you know, or you can even, like, skip a, a start once in a while depending on where you are in the rankings, right? If the Dodgers are, are far ahead in the rankings – Go ahead and add a, a spot starter in there, like a like a Gonsolin or a Dustin May or or a Sheehan, you know, whoever is not part of that starting rotation. And you got to talk about Dodgers pitching injury history as well, because almost every single one of those players on the Dodgers uh, pitching rotation gets injured every single season. You know, Dude, and then and now you're not, and you're not even talking about Kershaw yet; they still they, haven't signed them. I know, but the thing is, Kershaw's not going to be able to pitch until June. So I think they're they're probably trying to no negotiate with Kershaw, you know, and tell him, like, hey, we want you back, but since you're not going to be able to pitch until June, you know, we're not going to pay you $20 million for this season. You know, yeah. we'll give you half of that. We'll, we'll, we'll give you half because look what you did in game one of the NLDS last season. You know, we want you to have your redemption. But we're not willing to pay you, you know, Cy Young caliber player money when you're only going to be here for three months and you haven't proven yourself in the playoffs. How many times have has Clayton Kershaw been in a playoff game and not performed? You know, Wait, this so is you can't hate on Kershaw though, man. That no, I love Kershaw. <laughs> Kershaw is Kershaw is is Dodgers Hall of Fame, possibly the best pitcher they've ever had. On, on their team, he came up through the, the Dodgers farm system, you know, before he even got called up. Amazing, amazing player. MVP, Cy Young winner, you know, multiple all-star games and all that. It's just when it comes down to it in the playoffs, it just doesn't click for him for some reason, you sure. know, and, and that's okay. Maybe it's just a little bit too much pressure on him. Don't give him the ball in game one, you know, make him a yeah. game three starter. You know, yeah, or, Tony, or Tony even telling you right now, leave Kershaw alone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wish I could, man. I wish I could. I wish I could leave Kershaw alone. But the problem is I got to be real. You know, I, I am a Dodgers fan, but I got to be real about Kershaw. And he just doesn't have it in the playoffs. We've seen a couple times where he did look pretty good. But a couple times out of like 15 opportunities, it's just – he has way too much to prove, and I feel like he needs to do that in a Dodgers uniform. All right. Well, let's talk about the contract, man. The Yamamoto contract. He got three twenty-five million, three hundred and twenty-five million. So he's going to get paid in twelve years. 
which is really great. You're, you're forgetting the 56 million that he's going to get paid this year. So in total, he's going to get paid around 375 million. A lot of people are not talking about that, right? But he is going to get paid good. Now you're talking about that in 12 years. You're talking about Otani's contract, 10 years. You're talking about Glasnow's contract, which is a little bit less. And then you have Mookie Betts and Freeman. If you look at the, the, the way they pay their team, you're looking at 235 million that the Dodgers are going to spend with having that superstar roster. You're forgetting about Bobby Miller. You're forgetting about Bueller. You're forgetting about these other cast members like Will Smith, right? He's another top player, but he's not getting paid top dollar yet. He will in the future, and hopefully it is by the Dodgers. But right now, they're not getting paid top dollar. Now, when you're looking at trying to booster your team, the Dodgers already kind of completed what they needed to do. Now you're looking at the bullpen, and the Dodgers are still looking and front runners to getting that bullpen fixed. And that's crazy to me that the Dodgers are still looking to get better, even though I feel like it's a star, star lineup, star uh, pitching, uh, starting pitching, and you're looking at the bullpen. They're okay. They're not all that bad. They're probably gonna go get like a Josh Hader. Or someone else, you know, like uh, uh, Phillips is, is looking good still. You know, he can still do it. But if they're going to try to upgrade, why not? So this is the point I'm trying to make right now. I know I went a little bit off topic, but if you're looking at the Yan Yankees roster, you're looking at them making 300 and something, uh, what is it, $325 million a year that they're spending. The only two players that come to mind from the Yankees, who are they? Is Aaron Judge and uh, Garrett Cole, right? The Dodgers, they're getting their pain under that 300 mark. And guess what? They have way more stars on that team. So everybody's hating. Everybody's talking about them. Why are they allowed to do this? Why are they not getting, you know, you know, uh, fined for this? Why is there not a salary cap? Now they want a salary cap. But they weren't talking about that when Aaron Judge got his contract. They weren't talking about that when Garrett Cole got his, his contract. They weren't talking about that when the Padres made this monster team and no one said anything. They didn't make the playoffs, you know? So And had to borrow money to do it. Exactly. So why is it that when the Dodgers are doing it, it's wrong? And this is a, the, the part where I kind of feel like this sucks. Because you just said it. It's a roster move. You have a one player that's going to take that one roster spot, but because he's a pitcher and he's a, a hitter. So he's taking that one roster sp spot, and he's getting paid $68 million a year after 10 years, right? He's only going to get paid $2 million, you know, for the next 10 years, which endorsements wow. he's going to make $25. You know, exactly. He's going to be making his, his <laughs> exactly. good money. He's going to be making his good money, right? So. This is where it's it's kind of like complicated and, and hard for me to understand. I got into a little uh, arguments in these podcasts that I went to in the morning. Uh, Ryan, if you're still here, you sent me one. And I got into it with the guy because he's a Giant fan. He's like, he was hating on him. He was making this frown. He was like, oh, they shouldn't be doing this. I'm like, get out of here, dude. Come on. If the Giants did it, you would have been happy. If the Giants won it. It went 60 games, they would have you would have been happy if if the Giants would have got Yamamoto and Otani, you would have been rubbing in the Dodger fans' faces. And that's what it really is, man. They're just hating on the Dodgers right now. And to be the best, you got to be hated. And guess what? That's what we are right now. So it feels good to say that. Um, I know uh we we, we kind of feel like like it's is new to us, it's new to us, but it's gonna get we're gonna get used to it. We're gonna get used to all the hate and all the love that we're gonna get. Remember, the number one team is the most hated and the most loved.
So live with that. <laughs> Especially if they're from New York or from LA. Yeah. That's that's the thing. It's it's where the teams are are from, you know, because it's not just the Dodgers. You know, people hate on the Lakers, people hate on the Rams, pe- people hate on LA in general. <laughs> yeah. Same thing with New York. People hate on on the Mets and the Yankees and the Knicks. You know, it's it's just that's how it is. You know, that that's how it is because of of you know the star power that New York and LA has always had. You know, pe- people love to hate a winner and that that's the that's the issue but you know what though like i get so much hate at work i live on the east coast i live near philadelphia bunch of phillies fans over here i didn't go to work today so i didn't hear it yet but i guarantee tomorrow i'm gonna hear so much trash talk about oh you guys are are the yankees of the west now you just buy players and buy championships and i'm like i'm just thinking in my head like bro we have like so much homegrown talent right here, you know? And, you know, you, you got guys like Mookie Betts that got traded over, and he's worth a lot more than what he's getting paid right now. You know, he took a little bit of a discount, I would say, just to, to just to stay in L.A. because he knows, he knows that L.A. is a winning team, you know, and it's it's not just going to be a one and done, you know, that, this I I predicted on the last show that I was on with you guys that I predict that it, we're going to have at least three World Series wins during Shohei Otani's tenure. This is the Shohei Otani era. We have to win at least three championships to make this this contract worth it. Seven hundred million dollars. If you can't get three World Series out of that, you know that there's a problem with that. Hey. Find me a rock. I want to hide under it if that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, dude. If they don't win a World Series, at least one World Series, find me a rock because I want to f- hide under it. Like, I honestly feel like this team should win. And look, I, you know me, Will. I'm not one to say, oh, they should win this much. They should, like, I feel like if they win a World Series for me, one, because it is baseball. You know, you have a lot of teams that have super teams and they don't win anything. And it's happened in the past. We just talked about the Padres. You know, we haven't even mentioned the Bra- the Braves. The Braves had the best player in baseball, and they didn't they didn't go far in the playoffs last year. And that was Acuna. You know, so the Yankees are still they're still the Yankees. You know, they still can win the World Series. So it doesn't mean that we're going to win a lot of World Series. It just means that maybe if we get those three, will damn dude, that'll be that'll be sweet. That'll be sweet. So all that money they invested. I think that'll 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 pay off like in those three years. See, and you used the perfect word invested because this it's not just buying players, it's an investment. You know, they are investing in the future of the organization for the next five years with, with Glass now being there and the next 10 years with Otani and 12 with Yamamoto. And you got so, the, the Dodgers farm system is so amazing, dude. Even if they miss out on Josh Hader, there's so many other closers out there that are really, really good. There's a guy in Cleveland that Cleveland is not going anywhere. You know, they're, they're not going to win the division or maybe they'll win the division, but they're not going to go to the World Series, you know. Uh, Ryan Reyes says it right here. What about the rumors of signing Class A from Cleveland? I haven't heard any rumors personally, but I know if you're on a team like like if if take Cleveland for example that has, if not the best closer in baseball, he is definitely one of them. 
you know, they know that they're not going to make it to the World Series again. You know, it's it's been a few years and they just don't have the team for it. They don't have the starting pitching for it. They have a couple stars kind of here and there, but they need a lot of work. You know, um, this is something that could potentially happen, like maybe before the trade deadline this season. And now the Dodgers have the opportunity to bring up even more talent, even more triple um, A talent, double A talent, you know, whatever it may be to sh- kind of show off like what we have in our arsenal so that way we can trade for a guy like uh, like Class A. Like, Pepeo and DeLuca came up last season, you know? And we got Tyler Glass now for the next five years from those two guys that are unproven. Like, Brian Pepeo looked amazing the last, what was it, like three months of the season? Yeah. Looked great. Even in the playoffs, pitched great. You know, Johnny DeLuca, he he has a minor league track record where he has speed. He got he got pop in his bat. And, you know, that that's what teams are looking for when they're either trying to rebuild or not necessarily rebuild, but, you know, they have like a three-year plan or a five-year plan, something like that. Well, the Dodgers have a now plan, you know, so they don't mind giving up a couple of players that are part of a, a potential future so that way they can win now, you know. And, and having Glasnow um, put it in his contract that he – was going to sign an extension like like it was pending on that for the trade. So smart, dude. So yeah. smart. But but they didn't need to do that anyway because Tyler Glass now is from LA and he he grew up rooting for Clayton Kershaw as a kid, you know, rooting for the Dodgers. And now he actually like gets to play on his on his childhood favorite team. That's that's amazing, man. That is amazing. We've seen that with a couple players. Sergio Romo got traded to the Dodgers a few seasons ago. You know, he's an LA boy. He got his chance. Justin Turner, you know, one of my all-time favorite players. Uh, he's from uh, Long Beach. You know, he went to, uh, I think it was Cal State Fullerton. And, um, you, you know, it, it, it's amazing to hear stuff like that. If I'm a professional baseball player, I don't care where I'm getting drafted. I made it to the major leagues, you know, or I, I made it to the show or whatever. But eventually, if you get to play for your team that you rooted for growing up, dream come true, man. You can That's die true. happy. That's true. That's true. And and I think the, the thing is with Glass now is that he's letting that be known that, that he wanted to come to L.A. Like he was looking forward when they heard when he heard the news that he was going to get traded to L.A. Because I guess the story goes with Glass now that every year, every offseason, it felt like he was going to get traded. He knew the organization that he belonged to, which was a raise. We're going to trade him. You know, he wasn't going to be sitting there all his career. So he was waiting on that call and hopeful, being hopeful that the Dodgers were on the other line and saying, we want Glass now, you know. When he said that he wanted that contract, it helped out, dude. It helped out, and it you know it it was it was amazing, you know. So Ryan Reyes is is saying we getting another bat, dude. For what? <laughs> I what? don't know if we need another bat. Yeah, like, I mean, it, okay. So if you, you want to look, hate it more, <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, if we do get another bat, it's not going to be like a huge impact bat. You know, it's going to be more about giving guys days off. So if you're going to get another bat, go ahead and get a Kike Hernandez, you know, resign him. So that way, if Chris Taylor needs a day off, Kike can cover that. If Gavin Lux needs a day off, Kike can, can cover that. If Mookie Betts needs a day off, Kike can cover that. He can cover any position. I've never seen him play first, but I'm sure he can do that too. You know, but other than, other than catcher and pitcher, Kike can do it all. 
So why not have him just kind of be like that that cheap um, bench bat? You know that that could be like that extra roster spot that Otani is not taking. I hear that a lot too, Ryan. I hear that a lot of people don't like Taylor. I don't know why he made that catch uh, dude, he's, in Milwaukee. It, he's it, good. Honestly, I, I love the defense, but dude, the bat has been suffering every ever since he took up that Gary Sheffield type of uh, approach at the plate. Like you see him, he's moving that bat so much. Like dude, you're batting two twenty every season. It's not working, you know. And but before, when we saw him, him in 2017, he was great. He was batting 285, you know, had 20 bombs on the season. He performed in the playoffs. That's the Chris Taylor we need. I feel like he's been just like like tinkering too much with his style. Just maybe so, he needs to just go back to the basics. So what I wanted to add, Will, uh, is that Chris Taylor's not that type of player. If you really look at how many pitches he takes, you're looking at five, six pitches if you have Chris Taylor up in the plate. And that's just enough for a pitcher to tire out. And that's why they have him out there. That's the type of player Chris Taylor is. Yeah, we would love for him to hit those 25 bombs, you know, hit for 280. But he's a 235 hitter. We need to, you know, just like Muncie. Muncie is a bomb, a home run hitter. You know, he's going to be hitting bombs. He's going to be hitting 200, 215 around that area with 30 home runs, 80, 90 RBIs. Chris Taylor, on the other hand, is the guy that's going to get on base, walking, and taking pitches. Yeah. And that's the type of guy he is. I mean, you know, that, that's, that's why they have that's him there. The Dodgers for you, man. Dodgers yeah. are all about getting on base. Who, you know, who cares how you get on base? Just get on base. Yeah. Hope they offer Cody pizza and weed for life. <laughs> <laughs> He's not coming back to the Dodgers, man. I think he nah. wants 200 million. I think that's too much for a guy that said that. I mean, I don't know. He was an MVP, and then he just slacked off for two years, and then now he put it together last year. I don't think he needs to be here in L.A. I think he needs to be away and better his career. You know, I thought he was going to go with the Yankees, but the Yankees already got their guy. They already got their yeah. – their, they got Aaron Judge. They went and get – um, uh, what's his name? Doogie uh, from, the, from the Red Sox, and they got Soto. So they got the outfield covered out there already. So yeah. And the DH spot's already locked up with, with Giancarlo Stanton and his massive contract. You know, yeah, yeah, and and that, like I said, those are those are massive contracts. Those are monster teams, and why not talk about them? Like, why can't you say that? Why? Because Otani is getting paid seventy or sixty-eight million a year after the ten years. Like, that, I mean, come on, that that that's that's not fair, dude. Like, pay attention to your team. Pay attention to other teams. Don't just focus on what's happening now. I know everybody's mad, and I know everybody feels like let's attack the teams, let's attack the fans. It's just, it's just, you know, adding fuel to to the fire for us, feeling great about ourselves and feeling like we're the best fan base ever. So, I mean, Tony, sorry, man, Belly Dirt is not coming back. You know, Wap Machines, uh, Muncie, especially Muncie's one of those guys yeah. that gets on base as well. He takes a lot of pitches. <laughs> Muncie, dude, he's his on base percentage is like like three sixty five, three seventy, which doesn't really sound that high. But then when you look at his batting average, it's like two twenty or lower. Like that shows the type of plate discipline that this guy really has, man. It, it Muncie is he, he's definitely the epitome of plate discipline on the Dodgers. But if you look up and down the lineup, all of them have great di uh, plate discipline, dude. It's like something that the Dodgers instill in all these <laughs> players. It's like I'm I'm sure they got someone going through the analytics and and telling each individual player like, look, we analyzed you specifically. Don't swing at this type of pitch. 
you know, swing at this type of pitch because that's the one that we see that you hit the best, you know, and, and with, with Muncie man, oh my God, it is so crazy how good his eye. Yes. He, he grew up with the A's, you know, they probably instilled that in him. And then he comes over to the Dodgers and he had the same mentality and just amplified it because of what the Dodgers can do with their, their farm system and grooming players that are already MLB ready. You know, yeah. he's up there with guys like Bryce Harper and Juan Soto when it comes to plate discipline. You just don't see that because he's not a guy that's going to hit 280. Yeah. And not only that, like Brad Pitt worked, really worked with him in that movie. So <laughs> 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 if you haven't seen that movie, it's uh, Trouble Trouble with the Curve. No, uh, Moneyball. Moneyball. Sorry. Trouble with the Curve is another one. But that's, hey, a, that's good a good one too. still, though. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, go check that one out. That's a, a really good movie. But yeah, it's just it's just um I think the Dodgers are gonna be okay, even if they leave their roster like it is. A class A would will help if they trade for him. Uh Ryan sent me that earlier and I saw it and I'm like, would it really happen? I mean, they're gonna hate us even more if it does happen. But I mean the the current roster right now, it's a it's a it's a team to be, you know. To, that could win a World Series yeah. next year. Is the 2025 is going to be another uh, a different roster, a more powerful roster. I would I could say if Otani comes back from from Tommy John feeling the way he did before, and like I would just want to say, um, are the Dodgers ruining baseball? And that's one of the top questions. We went through the first 30 minutes talking about you know the whole roster, and we kind of didn't talk about a, a Yamamoto as much, but. I feel like Yamamoto's uh, resume says enough. You know, we saw him in the World Classic. He throws, he throws hard. He throws a lot of, a lot of junk, and that's what kind of has him there. You know, that that's why he's going to get that three twenty-five million a year. You know, because he is that type of pitcher. You don't need to see him in the MLB to see what he has. Because analytics, you have scouts, you had all these other things that take effect, and it's a different process now compared to what it was. You know, money ball years and before that, you know, you come to these years, you start thinking about, you know, third time around the, the plate. I mean, about around the, the the batting order and all these other things. So, like, I mean, there's different type of things. So the question was, you know, are the Dodgers ruining baseball? And we're Dodger fans. If you have something out there, go ahead and post it. We want to know. Uh, but we'll uh, and, and I need you to be honest. Don't just be a Dodger fan right now. Be a baseball fan. Do you think that the Dodgers are ruining baseball with what they did? You know, it, it's kind of hard to a- answer the question when you're not on the outside looking in, when when you're when you are on the inside, you know, and because I am a Dodger fan, it's it's hard to answer that question. But if I'm trying to think um, with an unbiased mind, I just think that when it comes to Otani, you know, there are multiple teams that had a lot of money, you know, invested in in what could potentially be Otani's contract. And Otani Otani chose the Dodgers. You know, he he chose the Dodgers because of the type of team that they are and the mentality that the ownership has. You know, the the GM, the all the coaches, just that winning mentality that they have. And then you look at, at Yamamoto and the Mets offered Yamamoto the same exact contract that the Dodgers did, but he ultimately chose the Dodgers. Now, there could be multiple factors. It could be because he wants to play with his buddy, Otani. 
You know, it, it could be that he just doesn't see the Mets having the same type of mentality that the Dodgers do, you know, because the Mets want to win, but their way of winning is just throwing money at everybody, you know, versus the Dodgers way of winning is throwing money at like four guys, you know, on a 25 man roster. So that's the biggest issue I see. Are the Dodgers ruining baseball? No, because, you know, in, in the beginning, there were no trades and there were no moving teams and stuff like that. And the rules changed because of, you know, players wanted to get paid and coaches wanted to get paid. Everyone wants to get paid, you know, and the only way to do that is by moving to cities where you have bigger fan bases. The the Dodgers have one of the biggest fan bases. It's like when you think of huge fan bases, you think of Dodgers, you think of Cardinals, Yankees, Red Sox, you know, uh, there, there's a small handful of teams that you can actually see, like it's the, the stadiums are just packed, you know, sold out throughout the season. You know, there's only a handful of teams like that. You know, if, if Cleveland had money, you know, or if, if the Royals had money or the A's had money, you know, w- would they be as, as big as the, the Dodgers are? You know, who knows? Because those teams aren't really known for their, um, you know, s- s- fan base. But, but, but see, the, babe, I'm going to cut you right there. See, that's that's the problem I have with all these all these teams that say they don't have money. They have 60 million, 60 million uh, on contracts on players and they're making 200 million a year. You know what's happening to the rest of the money? They're not investing in players. What are they doing with it? You know, they're baseball owners for a reason to put a product out for their fan base to be happy about. That's what the Dodgers did. That's what the Dodgers are doing. They're not allowing, you know, uh, people to go out or, 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 you know, owners to go out and saying, you know what, let me go get this player so I can boost up my fan base and then maybe get more money and make more money for my team so I can invest it more onto the field so more fans come in. This is the problem I have with all these fan bases that are saying that the Dodgers are cheating for what they did, you know, and that's where I kind of feel like, and I'm sorry, I had, I had to cut you off right there because I did look at the P- Pittsburgh Pirates salary. They have one of the best stadiums. I think they're one of the, one of the top three with the Padres and the, and the Giants in the mix. So when you have a nice stadium like that and you don't have a product to play on the field, of course, you're only going to have $60,000 in players. You know, you're making 200 million a year and what's happening to the rest of the money? 140? You're not investing on a player? Like come on, you need to you owe it to your fans that bought that ticket so they can go ahead and have fun in that stadium and come out with a W and they're not doing that. That's the problem I have. So you have the Yankees, you have the Mets, you have all these other teams that want to throw money at players. They just don't want to go there. Why? Because they, they didn't build for it. Remember in the beginning of the show, we said the Dodgers built for this. They, they they We went two years without signing a big player, and they got what they needed. And now everybody's hating on the Dodgers. That's the problem I have. And the, to be honest, this is where I feel like a lot of people are clearly going to be like, you're not right. That's, that's, not, that's not the way it needs to be. There needs to be a salary cap. Well, if there's a salary cap, why didn't it happen with the Yankees? You know, went and bought all those championships. No one said anything, you know. So now the Dodgers are doing it. It's a big thing. They got the best player in the planet. And that's the wrong. That's that's just wrong. That's just wrong. I, I, I think that the Mets actually have the highest payroll in baseball, but no one's talking about that because they're losing. 
You know, the, the, no one's going to talk trash until a team actually starts winning. You know, yeah. and like it, it's the same thing, the, the complete opposite, but the same thing with the Astros. You know, the Astros cheated in 2017, but if they sucked and they cheated, no one would give a shit. You know, they, they only give a shit because they actually won the championship because of that. You What's know? up, Raleigh? I did see your, com your, your comment here, man. Uh, dude, it might bite them in the ass it, it, later on or right now. Who cares if they get three championships out of it? <laughs> but, but look, look, they bought the product. They're putting it out there. Our, the fans are happy. When they go to Atlanta, when they go to Pittsburgh, they're going to sell out that stadium, and it's going to benefit you guys. You know, so you know it's what, great for baseball. It's great for baseball. That's what also, it is. in 10 years from now, who knows what the what like the, the market's going to be at by then. You know, are our, our $45 million contracts going to be the normal in 10 years? It could yeah, possibly yeah. happen. You know, there, there's a, um, the, the competitive tax bracket. I, I think that's what it's called. This is that what it's called? Yeah. The CTB yeah. or something the like CBT, that. CBT. So CBT. CBT, it's, it's yeah. at a, um, a current threshold and 10 years from now, because of inflation, it's probably going to go up, you know, so yeah. $70 million that they're going to be paying Otani, uh, later on. It's probably not even going to seem like that much at the time because there's going to be a, a bunch of other players there that are not going to be at like maybe like that level, but close to it. And yeah. Otani is going to be starting to breed a new type of player as well. There's a lot of players in high school that move on to college that want to pitch and hit. When, when you're a player growing up as a kid, you don't want to just pitch. You know, you want to do both. You want to be able to hit bombs and you want to be able to strike these dudes out, you know, yeah. and that's what Otani's doing. And I feel like all these kids that are growing up and watching Otani and becoming fans of Otani, they're going to want to do the same thing. And if they actually have the skill level to do both, maybe these teams will actually like let these guys kind of ride with it. You know, you sure. go into you get drafted by these teams when they're 18, you know, that these kids are probably seven, eight years old now that are watching Otani play. So 10 years from now, when they, when they enter that MLB draft, if they're playing both of those positions because they've been groomed to, to play that, you know, that that's the thing is like Japan grooms their players to do that all the way up until, you know, their, their careers are done. And when they actually do get signed by a team, you know, that's like, well, like we think you're a little bit better as a pitcher. So we're going to, have you focus on that or we think you're a little bit better at hitting so we're going to have you focus on that you know and it's not really going to be like that anymore because otani's changing the game you know well, it, 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 it might have changed uh beirut might have changed it back then too you know like uh but, uh, there but was back no then TV. it was different man there was no was tv different. there was no social media you yeah, know it, right. like it, it, and it's not only that but how many teams were actually in the league you know there there weren't 30 teams back then <laughs> That's there true. was there was 12 you know, something like that. It was it was a really small amount. It, yeah. it wasn't until like way later on that they actually introduced all these teams plus the minor leagues. They didn't have minor league system back then. And a lot of these guys, they they weren't, you know, they didn't grow up playing baseball. Baseball was a new sport, you know. So they grew up, you know, just running on the farms or, you know, whatever kids did back in like the 19, 1902 or you know, whatever it was. <laughs> hey, but, let me um, answer this question right quick. Uh, one billion spent and still don't own the parking lot. I know, man. Yeah. Frank McCourt still has it. And, and yeah, that guy is not going to let it go because that's where he's getting all his money from. <laughs> did you hear about the gondola? No. Well, 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 well. You, you didn't hear about the gondola? So there's supposed to be, uh, 
the the owner of the parking lot. I don't. Uh, you just said his name. I don't remember his name. So he actually wanted to invest. Um, I think Travis it was a Clark? million. Yeah, he wanted to invest a million and a half uh, of his of his own money into a gondola system that would pick up um, fans from parking lots that are spread around LA and take them straight to the stadium. The kind of like the same way that they have the Metro right now. Like there's, there's um, certain parking lots that you can park around Dodger stadium and then you just take a bus and then the bus ends up taking you or, a, or like a little train, like it's a Metro link, you know? Um, uh, okay. So it's like know, a people that, mover, like a people. Mover yeah, type yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Like how Disneyland used to have the people mover. Yeah. And okay. um, so it, it, it's, that's how it is now. But his vision was actually making a gondola, so it, it looked like you know a little hot air balloon, and it was on like a like a cable, and it would take people over the city of L.A. You know, you get to see all the sights and the sun sunset, and you know everything that's going on, and it takes you right to the stadium. But a lot of the fans are actually against it because of the guy that's going to be benefiting from um, from this happening. You know, McCourt. Cause your boy, I didn't even remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed up. You should remember his name. <laughs> See those, those years right there, those years right there were miserable. And those were in 20, I, I believe 2004 where he was the owner all the way to 2000. I want to say 2009. And those yeah. were horrible years. I, I heard, I heard stories that he actually let his wife uh, be the one to like, kind of like, draft certain players because oh i think he's cute or um he has like nice hair you know something like that like she wanted nice looking players on the field and didn't really give a shit about their their skill level you know dude uh, but what happened there is that the woman she cheated on him and she still won a bunch of money that's why he kept the parking lot he sold the stadium he sold the team but he's like i need to make money somehow i'll keep the parking lot and that parking lot is super expensive park of par, man. So it yeah. sucks. It sucks. It really sucks. But See, I mean, and people know that, and that's why they're doing the Metro Link, you know. So he's like, "Well, I'm losing money because people aren't parking here anymore. They're doing the Metro Link, so I'm going to come up with my own system, so that way they keep on putting money in my pocket." Yeah, which, well, which is where kind of like the idea of the gondola came from. That's you, but that came from Peter O'Malley back in the days in the fifties when they brought him out to LA to show yeah. him where they wanted to build uh, the stadium. And one of the, I guess one of the um, architecture uh, buildings that they showed them, they had that going there and imagine that would have been on there already. That would have been so different. Uh, Dodger stadium would have been a different ballpark, um, but it is what it is now. Um, it's a beautiful bark ballpark, but sometimes I feel like, we need a new one. I, I know if you guys seen this show before, I've been saying that and I've been to other stadiums and that's why I feel the same. That, that's why I feel that way, that maybe we need another stadium. But it is a nice stadium. It's a nice scenery. If you've never been, I suggest you go. It's a nice it's a nice stadium. It's just some there, fans are rowdy and it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> there's um, they're definitely not going to be getting a new sta uh, stadium anytime soon. They've invested way too much money in just, you know, recent years. And, you know, like the the batter's eye and um, all these different seats. And, and there's at least Angel Stadium will go back to $10 parking. <laughs> yeah, that was always the beauty of going to Angel Stadium. It's like when I was a kid, I remember, you know, there were sometimes when we would go to Angels games because they were so much cheaper than going to 
Dodgers games. And it wasn't just like the price of the ticket, like either game. I remember getting like, I remember my dad saying that we could get $6 tickets, you know, set up oh, all the yeah. way to the top, but $6 tickets, you know, but then it's like you get to the park and you're paying 20, 25 bucks for parking versus you go to angel stadium, which is about the same distance from where I lived as a kid. You know, I think it was like 45 minutes. Midpoint? Either way. Midpoint? Yeah. It was like the midpoint, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, sometimes we would go to Angels games because it was a little bit cheaper. The food was cheaper. The drinks were cheaper. Like, everything was cheaper. And the atmosphere was kind of cool, too. It was more family-oriented. And then back in the day, you know, that's when, like, uh, the Raiders were back in Los Angeles. And and it wasn't really, like, the most uh, Raiders. <laughs> to, to be, you know. Dodger Stadium yeah. has always kind of had a bad rep where yeah. you hear about stabbings or you hear about fights and gunshots, which is why they don't allow um, tailgating anymore. You know, it, it really sucks. I, I I forgot about tailgating until someone over here was like, oh, we're going to go to Philly Stadium. We're not going to go in, though. We're just going to tailgate. And I'm like, oh, they do that over here? Like, no way. Because, you know, I, I, I didn't nice. really have that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool, dude. Look, uh, I, I, I went to Angel Stadium not too long ago, and their food is amazing. I'm not going to lie. Their food is amazing. The, the, I mean, the atmosphere is a little different than I'm used to. Very calm. Um, super calm. Really calm. And uh, it's just, you know, I'm used to the rowdiness, I guess. And people talking a lot of baseball, people like looking mm -hmm. at the game. So it, it's just different. Different environment. Yeah. Um, Angel Stadium is more like it's just something to do, you know, because there's not the Angels don't really have the biggest fan base, you know, because L.A. is Dodger territory. And the problem is they're only. 45 minutes away from Dodger stadium. And that's a big issue right there. You know, like I know, you know, ever since like, you know, Gene Autry back in the day, owning the angels and, and then being the California angels and then Anaheim angels and Los Angeles angels of Anaheim. It, it, like they've, they've gone through a lot in the past few decades, but you know, maybe it's, maybe it's time to kind of break away from the Dodgers and become their own thing you know like i wish they would have just stayed california angels i don't know if that means like making a new stadium for them and kind of moving a little bit farther away but i i don't know i feel like there's already too many teams in california one of them's leaving soon they're going to las vegas but yeah. you still have the padres you still have the dodgers you still have the giants you know there there's the it, giants there's, yeah. They still they're still playing. <laughs> uh, well, I did hear like not too long ago that the the Angels might have like might have a new stadium because they were looking into it. I don't know how true it is now. This would happen like probably two three years that they were going to probably move to Long Beach. Yeah, that I heard that too. Great, dude. That would have yeah. been awesome. I would have been rocking that LB the LB Angels. Damn, that's like huge for marketing because everybody's already wearing the LB hat. Yeah, and and Long Beach is actually like closer to the beach. Like like you see the Angels uh City Connect jerseys, how they kind of like have like a beachy theme to it. It's like, dude, you're in Anaheim. You know, where, where's where's the closest ocean in Anaheim? You know, you go to Long Beach, you're actually on the beach. You know, I think that would have been amazing. Downtown Long Beach, like right by the aquarium, that'd be awesome. Riley, you're right, man. Artie needs to go, dude. And he needed to go last year when he didn't trade Otani away. Uh, he could have done uh, so much for him, or mistake. he could have done mistake. so many other things. Uh, you know what, though, if if the Angels would have traded Otani um, mid season, you know, I I don't know if the Dodgers actually would have landed him. 
You know, if he would have went to a, a different team, I highly doubt that the Angels would have traded him to the Dodgers. You know, they don't want to do that with the crosstown rival. They um, now they they probably would have done it maybe with the Yankees. You know, but it's, and, it's uh, easier to say now, right? It's easier to say because at yeah. that time they were still con- they were still pushing for that playoff push, and yeah. it looked like they were they were only two games uh, uh, behind when that happened. And then they just started falling back. They went into that little losing streak, and then they fell completely back and out of it. But I Man. mean. And then Otani ended up getting Tommy John surgery early anyway. Yeah. So I, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, dude, I mean, we can be on the two on two sides on this. We can be either it's good for baseball, it's bad for baseball. I see it as good for baseball because if the Dodgers are in town, you're going to buy that ticket. You're going to be making yeah. money for that stadium. Now it's your turn as a fan to say, hey, I want something like that too. I want to be happy about my team, my hometown team that I'm cheering for, that I'm spending my hard-earned money for. You know, that's what I want. Right now, uh, and Ernie texted me earlier, he said, like, it's going to suck for, you know, the, the real fan, fan, um, fan, the guys that follow the team a lot and that the tickets are going to skyrocket and can't afford those tickets. And we don't know how much they're going to be. They're probably going to be super expensive, yeah. And you're probably going to have to save up a little bit more longer than, than what you used to before, right? You're probably going to go to two games as opposed to four games or maybe even less games because of how much it's going to be. And now like, you're looking at beers. You're looking at michelada. You're looking at, at, at hot dogs. You're looking at popcorn. If you have a Come family, nachos. it's going to be expensive. So, yeah, I do see that as well. Uh, and But, you know, if you're the opposing team, this is great for you. This is going to help. You know, fan base is going to pick up a lot of other fan base that are around the world that's going to get to go to your stadium. Like I said, Pittsburgh, Giants, and Padres have one of the top uh, stadiums. And it, I haven't been to Pittsburgh, but I've been to San Francisco and to San Diego, and those are pretty-ass freaking stadiums, dude. They're nice. So Pittsburgh was constructed by the same architect. I want to go see that. And you're out there, dude. You need to go yeah. check that one out, man. It's, yeah. it's like a seven-hour drive for me. Oh, so well, I mean, it's it's doable. Go out there. <laughs> Actually, the the wife and I were talking about going for like a weekend, like a like a long weekend. If we have like a like a four day weekend or something, I think yeah. that'd be cool. You know, well, drive down there and um, stay for the weekend. Go to a couple pirates games or go to one pirates game because she won't go to more than one. Well, um, but at least go to schedule. Go check out the, the schedule and see if the Dodgers are going to be in town. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm already like waiting for the schedule to come out so that way I can get my Phillies Dodgers tickets. I know they're going to be a lot more expensive because of how the Phillies are playing and because of what the Dodgers are doing also. True. So um, I, I, I still got to go to all three games, though, dude. I have to. Right. You know, I, I don't get to go to Dodger Stadium anymore. So I got to get my fix when they're here. I went to Boston last <laughs> season. So that was cool. Yeah, that's nice. I did My, see that, man. And that was Dodger dope, man. The, the, Dodger, the Dodger-Boston series was cool. You you went to two games or just one? Just one, unfortunately. Yeah. But the tickets were just so overpriced, man. I mean, it's Boston, you know? Yeah. yeah. But it happens. It is what it is. I know uh, there's uh, – there's, there, I'm trying to see if I can go to Chicago this year and uh, oh. see Wrigley. I would love Wrigley? to see Wrigley. Nice. Yeah, Wrigley. So I want to see that stadium. Uh, but – you know, it, it's it is it is what it is. The tickets are going to be expensive. You just got to kind of save up for them. Um, but before we go into, because we have five minutes to the hour, uh, I know it's one hour show, and we talked about Dodgers all throughout the whole show, 
If we got fired up and, you know. That's what everyone's we, talking about right now, man. Exactly. There's nothing else to talk about. No one else is doing anything. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you're out there and you haven't hit that like button, go ahead and hit that like button. If you're new on this show and you haven't posted a question, yeah, we're live. We'll answer it right now, you know, and, and put it out there. We'll, we'll talk about it. And hit that subscribe as well. I should have said that at the beginning of the show, but we got a little bit fired up because there's a lot of hating, a lot of stuff going on with Dodger fans, you know, the real Dodger fans, not the ones that get mad because, you know, they, they talk a little bit of bad about them. No, the real Dodger fans out there. There's a, there's, there's a few, you know, there's a few out there. <laughs> right, Will? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I was talking to my brother-in-law yesterday and he was like, oh, we don't need no bandwagoners. And I'm like, yes, we do. Someone's got to pay that Otani contract, another <laughs> million dollars. You know, bring on the bandwagoners. Let them fill up that stadium. I do have, I do have forms if you need some, so you can join the the, the club. <laughs> <laughs> the bandwagoners, and then the train's not leaving soon. So if it's still parked, you guys can still join. You're welcome. Okay, so uh, crazy how Yankees got Matsui to convince Yamamoto to play for them. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's what, what I was, was saying earlier. About. Yeah. Yeah. So didn't work. Uh, didn't, didn't work. work. He's like, Dude, eh. You whatever. know what's crazy? Yamamoto was like, man, let's go see what the Dodgers have. Let's go see what they what they're talking about. So they told him the number, they gave him a number, and they were like, uh, you know what? Let me go to New York. So he went to New York. New York gave him, you know, a nice price. And they were like, you know what? This this will happen. You know, you want to meet someone? Here, meet this guy. You know, he's gonna tell you everything you need to know. And then he came back to L.A. and he was like, dude, this is what they offer out there. Like, are you guys going to do anything about it? Business works that way. You know, J uh, Japan, United States, you know, Chinese, United States, uh, Korea, United States. They're always back and forward because, I mean, those are top business people. That's what they do. That's how they com uh, uh, conversate. They, that's the way they do business. So when Yamamoto went back to New York to the Mets and went back to the Yankees, he was like thinking, all right, do I want to win a championship? Do I want to wait three, four, five years for this to happen? Or do I just want to win it the first year I'm there and be part of something great? And that's what happened. You know, you can hate it. You can love it. But it happened already. So we haven't started the season. I'm, I can't wait for the season to start. I wish it, it would start tomorrow. That's how excited I am. Christmas came early for Dodger fans. Um, too early, you know. Yet. They're, They're not, not done yet. So that, that's going to be the, 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 the crazy part. And you didn't even talk about the rotation. Will, like, we kind of skipped the rotation. You want to talk about it a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> so who's going to be number one? Honestly, I, I think their Dodgers are very uh, passionate about, you know, taking care of their players and, and having some honor. I think Walker Buehler is going to get the ball for a game one. So that's, that's I would, that's going to, you think so? He's yeah, gonna be the number so. one starter. Yeah, I think so. You think so? Maybe, oh. maybe not in the playoffs, but for the regular season, you know, they're they're gonna welcome him back, and they're gonna be like, you know, you're still our ace, so we're gonna give you the ball for game one. There's no setbacks yet. Nothing, nothing reported that he his elbow hurts. I know Dustin I May. Anything, I know Dustin May had a setback, right? Yeah, he's yeah. he's had his whole life as a setback. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about Gonsolin? Uh, Gonsolin, I mean, I mean, there's no chance he's going to be like the number one. Uh, I, it's really just going to be between like Image Sheehan, 
uh, Gonsolin and Dustin May going for that fifth spot. Uh, Bobby Miller definitely has number four. Um, and then the top three, you got Bueller, Yamamoto, and Glasnow. And I feel like um, between Glasnow and Yamamoto, they gave Yamamoto that 12-year contract. I, I think that they're going to have him you know, take the ball in game two and uh, Glasnow in game three. So I, I got Bueller, um, Yamamoto, Glasnow, Miller, and then... You know, it, I, I think it really it's going to come down to spring training to see who is uh, is going to be, you know, that that fifth starter. Yeah. All right. Yamamoto better be number one. That three hundred twenty five million contract. Oh, man. Save yeah. that for the playoffs, dude. Save that for the playoffs. Wait, wait. I thought you were talking about the playoffs. <laughs> no, I'm talking about game one of the, of the regular oh, season. Because you went game one, game two, game three. You're already talking no, about no, the playoffs. No. We haven't even finished the season. I mean, the, the no, year yet. No. <laughs> it's way too early to see who, who to, to kind of like discuss who's going to be the number one starter in game one. You know, um, it, oh, it's, it's kind of obvious that uh, that the Dodgers are definitely going to win the NL West. Again, you know, um, game one of the NLDS that that one, I feel like it's, it's whoever is is doing the best out of those three, because all three of those guys are aces, man. And we didn't even really go over Yamamoto's numbers. Did, did you have a chance to look at his numbers from Japan? I did, but I didn't write them down. I didn't do anything like that because uh, there's there's a lot of reports on him already uh, winning like the Cy Young for Japan. He won it three straight years. Three three years in a row. Yeah. Last season, he he uh, pitched 176 innings. He had a 170 ERA. Uh, no, I'm sorry, a, a one uh, 116 ERA. Yeah. And then the season before that, he had a 168 ERA and 190 innings. And then the season before that, it was 190 innings again. So this guy stretched out. Um, he hasn't. I was talking regular season, fellas, but if you want to talk playoff, by all means. I mean, we're getting a little I, I, dude, I, I thought I thought you were talking playoffs. You're like game one, game two, and I'm like, wait, this guy's too ahead of me. Like I, the season haven't I, even started. I should have specified opening day. I think opening day starter is going to be Walker Bueller. <laughs> dude, all right, so. You know, right now that Ernie said, uh, hey, what's up, Ernie? Thanks for coming in. Like, uh, he said that he better be the starter. So what happened with this, and, and this is uh, what happened with Yamamoto, is that when he went to New York, and this good thing you brought that up, is that he went out there, and the Yankees offered the same thing the Dodgers did. They gave him everything that he wanted. I think they gave him a 10-year instead of a 12-year. And I feel like Garrett Cole, since he's the number one starter, he said, you guys better not pay him more than me. If that comes mm -hmm. out in New York, if that comes out in New York and they could have had Yamamoto and because Garrett Cole was selfish, that's going to suck for him because New York See, is, is, is different than L.A. And not only that, but the players are different, too. You know, like Garrett Cole is not from New York, or at least I don't, I don't think he is, but... He, you can see the type of player he is versus the type of player that Walker Bueller is. And if Dave Roberts goes up to Walker Bueller and he tells him, I love you, man, but opening day, I got to give it to Yamamoto. I feel like Walker Bueller is going to be a little heartbroken, but he's going to be like, okay, I respect that. I'm glad that you came up to me like a man and you told me I'll, I'll take the ball whenever you want me to, because 
you know, this is this is my team. I'm not here for me. I'm doing it for the Dodgers. Whereas Garrett Cole, it's like he he's a different breed, dude. You know, he's playing for himself. He's not playing for the name on the front. He's playing for the name on the back. Even though the Yankees don't have their their own names on the back, you know what I mean. Yeah. So Garrett Cole did go to UCLA with uh, uh, Tony's favorite player. That you know, he went to Japan. Korea. Korea. No, not Korea. Uh, Korea too. No, no, not Korea. <laughs> he played in at, with the Astros. But I'm saying UCLA. He played with uh, Tony. If you know his name, it would t- help me out right here. I'm talking about your boy that went to uh, the KBO. Uh, he played for the Bauer? Dodgers too. Bauer, Bauer. There we go. Bauer. He played at UCLA. Oh, that's right. Him. Yeah, I do remember so, that. I think um, Garrett Cole was like his. It's his, It was his senior year, and um, I think Trevor Bauer was in his freshman year or something like that when they played together. And yeah. they had some heat between each other. Yeah. So Garrett Cole is from California, dude. He's from Newport Beach. So. Um, he's in New Yorker now, you know, so, I mean, it is what it is. Can you make <laughs> New was, York? That was a good accent. <laughs> I, I try, I try. <laughs> I wanted to uh, show you one more thing before we go ahead and log off and have our last mentions. Tony did put something on here, and I don't know if you want to, you know, say it like Tony would say it, or you want me to say it. <laughs> Let me see. You don't have to hate it, and you don't have to love it. But you got to accept it. I feel like that's from a movie. I've heard that before. <laughs> Tony, did you copy it from Sony? But I think Tony would say, you don't got to love it. You don't got to hate it. And you don't got to love it. But you got to accept it. What, what movie is that? Is it a movie? I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like, <laughs> it, sounds like it. Tony, let us know, man, what's going on there. Uh, yeah, t- it, it was a fun show today, man. I I, uh, I had fun talking Dodgers. Uh, and it is a, a real talk baseball. It's about baseball in general. And today was Dodgers. Why? Because it's the only news that's out there. It's the only news. You know, the Dodgers are the only ones making things happen. I know Shelby Miller did sign with the Tigers today. Uh, oh, I didn't you know, hear that one. That's 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 a new one. You know, Tigers are making some moves. They're they're yeah. minor moves, but they're they're doing some stuff over there too. Just like it's the Royals. Like the it's Royals, just very quiet. very yeah. very quiet this season they're making moves but it's uh quiet moves yeah all right last mention as well and you can probably talk about the fantasy baseball when it's going to start we're going to do shorts for it and if you want to be part of our fantasy baseball let us know send us a message email us you know go on our social media and do whatever you need to do so we can get you on that team uh yeah so go ahead man so as of right now uh in our uh, 12 team keeper league. We have two teams available. Uh, if, if anyone does, does want to join, I believe one, one of those spots is already locked up from, uh, a guest that Carlos had on the show last week. Uh, but it, it, I haven't gotten a confirmation yet. So there are two spots available. I am also going to be starting a categories league for this season coming up. It's going to be a free league, but it's going to be more of just like a fun, um, you know, kind of just like a getting your feet wet type of thing, get, uh, getting into a categories league. But our keeper league is very competitive. So if you love fantasy baseball, you want to get into our league, uh, you can email us at realtalkbaseball at yahoo.com or you can get um, you, you can message us on Instagram. You can message us on uh, YouTube here in the comments or, or TikTok. Uh, TikTok. Carlos is on TikTok. Um, I believe Ernie does Twitter, so you can always look for us on Twitter as well. Uh, X, and, X, 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 X. Uh, 
They changed the name. You can say X all you want, but everyone knows Twitter compared to X. We'll, exactly. we'll see if Amanda catches on. I don't know. They should have yeah. just named it Twitter X. You know, <laughs> yeah. whatever, whatever. Yeah. Uh, also, um, all of our episodes will be uploaded to Spotify. Uh, the day after we go live on YouTube. So make sure that you check our Spotify account and uh, and subscribe on there as well. Yeah, cool, man. Well, I don't know if this is going to be the last show of the year. It looks like it because if Blake Snell signs before the end of the year, we'll try to get on and we'll talk about contract. We'll talk about what team gets them. Uh, I did have a conversation with Padre Pod, Padre Bod. He was on last week uh, and he's a Padres fan. He did say that whoever signs... Snell is going to be kind of like a backslap. Like, all right, this is whatever's left. I'm going to go ahead and, and get him and overpay for him. I don't know if that's going to happen. Maybe they overpay. Maybe they don't. You know, whoever gets him, uh, that's what he said. And I was just like, uh, I mean, I don't know. He said Dodger fans are going to have the last laugh. Oh, uh, for so, sure. <laughs> so, I Dude, mean. Uh, like Snell, like, like r- real quick, I understand Cy Young winner. Right, but he also had the the most walks given up by any qualifying starting pitcher, and he was helped so much by pitching at Petco Park for majority of his games. You know, so uh, Blake Snell is probably going to get paid because of the award that he just won. He's a two time Cy Young Award winner. Uh, Giants will get him. Actually, I think he'll do very well in San Francisco because San Francisco has that really big outfield. He gives up a lot of fly balls. And if he goes anywhere that is kind of known as like a hitter's ballpark, his ERA is going to inflate above four, just like it was in Tampa um, towards the towards the end of his like you know tenure there. Um, he was helped dramatically uh, pitching in Petco because of their lack of home runs that actually happens in that stadium. Uh, so if San Francisco does go out and get him, I would actually like to see that. So that way the Dodgers can tee off on him, you know, a, a few extra times throughout the season. And um, other than that, if, if it's not the Giants, it has to be the Padres. And if it's not one of those two teams, I feel like he's just, he's going to be very unsuccessful with whatever other team he decides to, to sign with. Damn, those are some harsh words, man. That's crazy. <laughs> I call it like I see it, man. I call it like I see it. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Like I said, I don't know if this is going to be our last show, but if you're with your family, enjoy your family, be with your family this time of year that you need to go ahead and embrace, you know, and be happy with them, you know, hug them. And, you know, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Enjoy today and worry about tomorrow another day, you know. So I'm Carlos Baseball. This is Will Power, Real Talk Baseball, signing out. Merry Christmas. <laughs>